Hi, everyone. This is Florence Brummer. I'm your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. And in the beginning of my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. And to be honest, I still have that struggle. I don't have the magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and enjoying time off. As a lawyer, it feels I am never entirely off the clock. I never step away from thinking about my cases. And in fact, sometimes I even dream about my cases. It does seep into your everyday life, but I make it a practice to enjoy work and time not working. Please join me on this journey in finding grace and contentment in the practice of law. Uh, it's been two weeks since I talked to you, so I wanted to give you a bit of an update and then just do kind of a small little topic. So... Um, I talked to you the week after Thanksgiving, told you about my Thanksgiving plans and kind of like getting over an illness. And then uh, the week after I talked to you on Tuesday, I went to New Orleans and was there until Friday. It was a really quick trip with just my husband and I. I wanted to show him New Orleans. We were scheduled actually for a short cruise that was supposed to go from New Orleans to Mexico, and it got pushed for exactly a year. And I couldn't bear the thought of going into work that week. Like I, I thought, you know, I have had this time marked off the calendar for months, for a year, actually, because it was this is the second time this cruise has been pushed. And I just thought, well, you know, I've been working really hard to keep that free. Like hearings had kept popping up. I had been doing motions to continue and it remained free. So we decided to take a little trip. Flew out Tuesday, kind of late morning, like a nice time for a flight. And then came back Friday. Um, you know, we left New Orleans like kind of mid-afternoon and then flew in. By the time we got into Arizona, it was about... 4.30, got back to the house about 5.30. Nothing new or exciting to report about New Orleans. It was my husband's first time there. He didn't really love it. It was incredibly humid. When we got there, it was raining on and off. So the first day was just sort of a bust. And here's something I've really figured out about New Orleans. Since COVID, they've really changed it where Monday, Tuesday, and even Wednesday are just dead days in the city. A lot of the restaurants close down. A lot of the businesses are closed down. And when they close down, they're boarded up. So it looks like the whole city's boarded up. So we came in on Tuesday and we took a quick walk to find dinner in a place that's usually a place that I really liked was just completely closed down, like gone forever. And then another place that I really like was just shut down for the evening. And this is something about New Orleans. If the people don't feel like opening up that day, they're just not going to open up. We ended up going to Fogo de Chao, which is a chain restaurant, but they had regular hours. So we went in and had their market salad bar and um, a drink and, and then just went back to the hotel room where it poured all night. And then Wednesday and Thursday were pretty humid. My husband spent a lot of time in the hotel. He went out just a couple of times. I walked everywhere. I walked the whole quarter. I did a bunch of shopping. Um, just went to places that like I really love. There's this foot massage place that I love. I went there both Wednesday and Thursday. And because I was traveling with my husband, I stayed up on the club level of a Sheridan. I usually stay at the Sheridan. It was... Um, Nice, but not as nice as it has been in the past. I can't explain it. It just seemed a little dingy or something. 
The staff was great. That was one thing my husband took away, which was he said, the people in New Orleans are the greatest people. They're so nice. They're so pleasant. And I said, that may be one of the best things I love about the city. It is just so great. The people here are lovely. They call you baby. They're so nice when you go into their stores and just really, really nice. So we went, um, we stayed up on the club level and, and usually what you get is they'll have a breakfast buffet in the morning and appetizers in the evening. They kept the appetizers, but they didn't have a breakfast. And the whole day they had granola bars, chips, cookies, sodas, water. You could use their coffee machine. It ended up being great because my um, my husband just like drinks a lot of fluids, like a ton of fluids, even like a lot of sodas. And I like to have a coffee every once in a while. Well, you know, every day, a couple of coffees. And just being up there where we could kind of help ourselves to that, that was great. They still had an offering for breakfast, which was going down to the second floor. And there was a breakfast buffet where the person, um, I don't know, the buffet manager would serve you, you know, whatever you asked for. So say you wanted pancakes, they would take it out of the pan and put it on your plate for you, which I guess was one of the COVID protocols, but you could help yourselves to coffee and juice and their breads, like muffins and things like that. Then, you know, you could get a fruit cup, you could get a yogurt, all of that was self-serve, except for the hot foods on the buffet that they serve you. You just walked up there with your plate and told them what you wanted. So um, every morning we had breakfast there because it was included and it, it worked out well. It was a little bit more expensive to stay on the club level, but it was a, a good rate, like a really good rate. Here's a tip I'll give you about hotels. Always check your bill before you leave. And if there's a mistake, talk to the front desk about it. When I looked at my bill before we left, I was charged for all of the breakfasts, which were supposed to be included because we were on the club level. So I had to go and talk to them and they took those off. And I was charged for Wi-Fi. Their Wi-Fi never worked the entire time we were there. And I had to put in many hours doing emails. I had so many emails. So about two, two and a half hours a day, I would just be on email. I had to use the hotspot on my phone, which thankfully is an option because I just didn't there, there was nothing. There was no Wi-Fi. When we checked in, they said, oh, Wi-Fi has been funny. It's not really working. It never worked. So that kind of stunk. Um, you know, like I said, the weather wasn't great. As soon as we left, I think they had a week of, of sunshine. So it was a bit of a bummer, but overall, like nice, nice to get away. I will tell you what I did Friday night. <laughs> Friday night, we landed. I unpacked. I went to my office at 7.30 p.m. and started going through the mail and the work that had been done while I was gone. I stayed there for three hours. It wasn't my plan, but I knew I had to get some time in, sometime at physically at the office before Monday came. And Friday night just seemed good enough time as any. This is, I don't know, something I need to get over maybe. But I have done this multiple times where I've come home from a trip. And if it's midnight, I'm not going into the office. But if it's like five or six or seven, a lot of times I'm going in because if I don't just go and rip the bandaid off and get back to work, the whole night I'm just thinking about it. And I'm going to go there first thing in the morning anyways. So I went there in the evening. I had a bunch of returns like Christmas things that just weren't working out. Some of my orders were messed up. Um, Macy's sent me completely wrong things. Walmart sent me a duplicate and charged me twice. Just a couple of things like that that just needed to have returns done as well. So that was uh, New Orleans. And then the following week was just hard, like really hard. That Monday it was out of the frying pan and into the fire. I had meetings in court scheduled from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then in the evening, I went and did a cycling class. I think I've mentioned this before. I did a mini membership to Cycle Bar, which is one of those places you do a class where you do the 
the cycling. And there's an instructor who says inspirational things to you and, and leads you and, you, you know, leads you on different rides, tells you when to crank up the resistance on your bike and when to stand and all of this. I've been really enjoying that. And I have a thing with exercise where I'll go through stages where I'll really like doing something for a while and then not so much. Like I'll, you know, there was many years where I went to a yoga class every Saturday morning. And for years I've been walking every Saturday morning. And, um, I worked out with a trainer, you know, for years and she quit being a trainer. And so I don't know if I still would have continued <laughs> with her, but at the time she quit, I like really liked it and didn't find a replacement for it. There is a community center that is part of just living in my neighborhood. It's fine, but I really don't enjoy it. And really, I feel kind of lost. And I always have my phone on me when I go there and feel like, I'm actually like answering emails and things like that. I've been doing a lot of YouTube videos um, with, due to COVID, you know, that kept me from going to the gym because it was completely closed down for, for a lengthy period. And then they had a thing where you had to make an appointment. So that was never convenient. And so now my next thing is I'm doing cycle bar. So that Monday where I had the crazy Monday, I went and did a class afterwards and I'm finding it energizes me. I've been just wiped out. Like I came home that Monday, I got into my leggings and tank top and just flopped over on the couch and figured, am I ever even really going to get up and go? But I forced myself and I was so happy that I did it. Another sort of benefit, I can't really decide if this is a benefit or a detriment, but it is in a place where there's places which are very easy to do takeout, like a Panera, a sauce, a Jamba Juice. Um, they have crumble cookie there. So I've been bringing home food and desserts to the people in my house when I go there. And we've been on a bit of a stretch where I'll bring home Panera for dinner when I'm going to an evening class. And Panera, I think, is a little bit boring in terms of its menu, but they have have some um, warm bowls that are really good, and I've just been mixing it up between those and uh, sandwiches and salads and flatbreads, and it's making it have like a little bit more variety. So we've done that for a couple of weeks. And it gives me a night off of cooking, which is also helpful. So last week was just jam-packed, like jam-packed with tons of stuff. And I had to take, I had to block out hours to get work done because I would be in the office and I would have on Monday, I had dozens of phone messages. The ones that were from the week prior, Monday, lots of people called. It just was pages and pages and pages of messages. Another thing that people do quite a bit, it's a little bit of a pet peeve for me, is that people will email me and say, when you have a chance, will you give me a call? Maybe I'm being a little bit dramatic by having that be a a pet peeve, but it doesn't save me any time. It's easier for me if they just call and leave a message with the office or leave a message on my voicemail. Because then when I'm transcribing my messages, that's just one of the messages. So what happens is when they send an email, I'm doing emails and it's out of my regular email. So then I have to either, I've been doing things where I either print it off or I cut and paste the content and put it on my calendar or I copy it into onto a message pad so that it comes in like it's a telephone message. So it ends up just not being convenient to me and like an extra step than just returning a call. So Friday was just, um, you know, another crazy day, but it's the end of the week and I'm finally done. And my legal assistant, who's my sister-in-law, her daughter came in last week, who's also my niece, obviously. And she came in for Christmas. She had to come in during this week because of her work schedule. She works in a hospital and doesn't really get choice hours. 
So she ends up working a lot of holidays. So she came in this week, which was her birthday. So also I'm trying to spend time with her. So Wednesday I had lunch with her. And then in the evening, we went to a restaurant called Comic X. I had never been there before, but my niece had a request. Can we do something fun? And as soon as someone says that to me, I just draw a blank. You know, like, what's fun? Like, you know, what is a fun restaurant? And I remembered this place that was comic book themed. I had never been there. I looked at their menu once before and they had not really any vegetarian options. And then when I looked at this menu recently, there was more vegetarian options. They had ribs that were made out of corn. They had avocado fries. They had some interesting appetizer options and they had a good veggie salad that's what I had my husband had an impossible burger my daughter had a veggie sandwich like there was many options and the food was pretty good Um, my niece was served a salad that had raw chicken so that wasn't cool and she sent it back they forgot to make her another one she had no dinner um, you know, we she was able to eat a little bit of the appetizers and ate a little bit off of everyone's plate, but she essentially did not have dinner. And then they made her one to take home so she could have dinner later. And um, they said, there will be no charge for the salad. And of course, it was on the bill. So we, we had to mention it. It ended up being one of those dinners where I I had something to do afterwards, which I will talk about in a minute. But it was a dinner that we started at, I think we started it at 5.30, and we were left the restaurant like right around 8. So two and a half hours to have a, like a casual dinner. Like this wasn't a dinner with multiple courses. It wasn't a fancy dinner. Some people had some drinks, but we weren't having drinks. One of my daughter, uh, One of my daughters ordered a drink, and it never came. And so finally she said, you know, please take it off the bill because I never got it. It just was semi-disappointing, but we ended up having a good time. The decor was really cool. It had all sorts of comic book life-size figurines that you could actually purchase. My favorite one was a life-size figurine of Heath Ledger as the Joker. And I think it was $4,200 which is expensive, but like if you're really into that, maybe not all the money in the world. Too much money for me to for that type of object, but it I'm telling you, it was really cool. And then they would put different areas of the restaurant as different comic book things. Like so we sat by the Simpsons couch. They had the Simpsons like they were life-size um people. Uh, upstairs, everything was Star Wars. The bar had a whole Harry Potter corner. There was Game of Thrones by the bathroom. So it was just very, very cool. All right. So that was that restaurant. So I made it through the week. And then Saturday, I had scheduled, I rented out a theater to see the newest Spider-Man, which I'll do a review at the end. But I was so excited about this movie. And this rental was a little bit different. I had to, I thought about renting out a movie a few, renting out for Spider-Man a few weeks ago because I knew everyone wanted to see it, number one. And two, I thought it would be like a fun sort of holiday thing to do. And luckily I had the mindset to schedule one around the time that we saw Ghostbusters, which was the weekend after Thanksgiving. And I was so glad I thought about it because it was and, and it was because scheduling Ghostbusters that made me do this. When I tried to schedule Ghostbusters, I wanted to schedule it for Thanksgiving weekend. You know, obviously that'd be very cool. And you could not get one of the theater rentals. In fact, it looked to me like I thought they weren't doing it anymore. And I was talking to my brother about it. And he said, no, I saw an email. They're still doing it. And I looked online and could see I could get it in a week. So then a few days later, I'm thinking, it was so hard to get Ghostbusters What is it going to be like for Spider-Man? So I started looking, and this is weeks before it comes out. And every theater is booked. The one local to me, a couple of the other ones local to me. And I find one that's semi-local. It's an AMC. And you could do, one of the benefits of this one was you could have up to 40 people. The Harkins ones lets you have up to 20. Although I do have a feeling if you had like, 
25 or 30, I don't know that Harkins is going to start counting heads and throw the people out. That's just my theory. I think the most I've ever had is like right on 20. So I've never had to test that. In any event, it was coming up on Saturday night. I had texted tons of friends, my accountant, (laughs) clients, and um, my family. And my brother, who was like really, really, really excited about this movie, he's been sick all week. And he told me, he said, I've never been sicker. And he just has this really bad sore throat, a migraine. My guess is maybe strep. He's been at home resting. I've only texted with him a few times, so I'm I'm not sure. But he has um, two adult children, and then he has a son that's going on 16. So they all came. They brought, the ones who have significant others brought, the adult kids have significant others. They brought significant others. My nephew is, his fiance is pregnant. She's going to get induced on Christmas Eve. So this was kind of their last hurrah to get out. They brought a couple more of their friends. My brother's friends actually came because he had invited them, but he wasn't able to go. And then a bunch more friends came. So it was just like a fun group. And um, one of the people from my office came. Um, and we all sat down, you know, together and watched this movie and it was just great. Like it was great. So that was a, like a little beacon of light that was on my calendar all week that got me through. That is just a little tip I'll throw in. If you can schedule something pleasurable coming up, it really, really helps you for next week. My beacon of light is Christmas and I'll talk about my Christmas prep a little bit. I'm so far behind. I'm so far behind. So right after Thanksgiving, I don't think I did any Christmas shopping prior to Thanksgiving, but right after Thanksgiving, I just started looking at different places that I shop, finding things for different people. If someone mentioned something, I would search for something and try to get them something along those lines. And have just been randomly buying things. Right now, I just have a bunch of boxes and I really don't know what I have. So that kind of stinks. So that's going to be a very big goal for tomorrow is I'm going to sit down with my sister-in-law and have her, she, she does my wrapping, which is a godsend, and start putting stuff into piles and figure out what I have, what needs to be returned, do I still need anything else, and start getting stuff together. So that'll be one of the things I need to do for Christmas. I also need to go to Costco, Whole Foods, and Honey Baked Ham, and I need to finish up cards for a bunch of people. I um, give a lot of people like my nephew and um, niece, I'll actually just do money because I figure that's probably what they need most. And so I started filling out those type of cards some time ago, but now I need to actually put the money inside of it. And a couple of people are getting gift cards that I've been ordering. If you are in the market for a last minute gift, definitely check out places that the person likes and see if there's a gift card special. There's still a ton of gift card specials out there where you can get a bonus card, where you can get discounted cards, where you can get extra bonus points, different things that can just help stretch your dollar a little bit further. All right, so I have to do all this in the next couple of days. Here's my schedule for next week. And really, I sort of feel like crying. I've kind of uh, resigned myself to the fact that I need to get through this week. And last Monday, I was in a very deep, dark depression. It felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel, especially when I look at this week. So on Monday, I have an 8.15 a.m. hearing. The good news is I found out on Friday it's telephonic. Yay, yay. Because if I have to be at an 8.15 hearing, that means I'm probably leaving about 6.45 or 7. So getting up at 5 in the cold, in the dark, It just sucks. Then tomorrow we're having our office Christmas party. 
and I, I'm making it sound humongous, but we've always called it the office Christmas party, even when there was two of us, and now that there's three of us. And we make jokes every year that we're uh, buying out the whole restaurant, we're making a reservation and closing down the restaurant, that sort of thing. The three of us go out to lunch, we exchange gifts, and just reflect on the year and chat about our Christmas plans, and it ends up being just a really, really nice thing every year. I can't even believe I'm talking about it that it's tomorrow because last year's feels like it was two minutes ago it feels like it just happened and now here we are again I was supposed to have depositions scheduled in the afternoon and those are pushed out okay so then Tuesday here's probably my worst day uh, toss up between Tuesday and Wednesday, but maybe Tuesday's the worst. I have an 8.30 hearing downtown. So that means leaving at 7 in the morning and parking and walking in heels because that's the difficult courthouse. I haven't had a hearing downtown maybe all year. Um, I've had hearings at some of the other courts where the walking isn't as big as a, of a hassle, but this one, I have to go downtown and deal with parking and all that. While I have that hearing, I have a telephonic hearing in another court. And it's kind of a cattle call, like an open call. So that'll be fine. <coughs> That's Tuesday. Wednesday, I have two big hearings. I have a, and, and my hearings are trials, by the way, they're not just like a five minute check in hearing. Wednesday morning, I have a trial, which was in person but now is telephonic. So thank the Lord, like <laughs> thank the Lord. And then Wednesday afternoon, I have a really big trial, like probably like a one to five trial. On the 23rd, I have nothing. I am not going to schedule anything because I have to get my life together for Christmas. There are things that I need to do. I am a person with a life and need to take care of that stuff. And that's leading up to Christmas. Um, oh, one other thing that I forgot to mention. The evening that I went out to dinner with my niece for her birthday, I was scheduled, and I, and I did take care of it, I was scheduled to be on the film vault for the Film Vault family Christmas. And it was just a small segment. They were calling me, we were saying Merry Christmas, and I was naming my favorite movie of the year. So I was all ready for it, and I ended up needing to do it in the car because that's when I got the call because we just couldn't make it home in time. It all went fine, it all went great, but just like another thing that just needed to be taken care of. And next week is the Film Vault Family Christmas. If you want to take a listen, I will be on it along with all the fun guests who have anything to do with the Film Vault. I hear they're all calling in for little segments that are really funny. I talked to Anderson last week as well, and he gave me a heads up on how the episode went after I did my segment. All right. I wanted to talk about just making sure, and it, and really Christmas has this on my mind, because make sure you enjoy. The reason why I really started thinking about this was a, a month ago, I went out, a month ago, I'm sorry, a week ago Sunday, I went out for Chinese food. There's this really good restaurant near my house called Lychee Kitchen. It's on Pinnacle Peak in the 17 if you're in the Phoenix area. New restaurant that opened up. They have sushi. Their ingredients are really fresh. A really delicious garlic broccoli. Like it's as simple of a dish as that. Sometimes they're not, it's not great. And this one is really good. So we eat, we have this great dinner. We're enjoying it. Oh, we can't. We went during happy hour, and we and the appetizers were all discounted. So we just had good food, good prices, all of it. And then we open up our fortunes, and the rest of my family has just either those neutral fortunes that are kind of a parable, or uh, like words of wisdom, you know, those kind of fortunes, or something like you know, 
you're going to have success on something. All positive. (laughs) My fortune says, and I have never seen this in my life, it would be best to maintain a low profile for now. I took that fortune and I posted it on Facebook. I don't post a lot of stuff on Facebook, but I really was shocked that that was a fortune. And it sort of bothered me. Like, what is this, like a warning? (laughs) And I got some really funny comments from people on Facebook and like just shocked comments. And it made me start thinking about Christmas coming up and being stressed about Christmas. But I also wanted to remind myself that it is time to enjoy because you don't know when the time is going to end. And then after I got that fortune, this week I was reading the Arizona Attorney Magazine, which every attorney in Arizona gets. It's a good magazine. It always has, you know, new case law, uh, helpful articles, new things in the law, uh, specific articles like unemployment law, like things that are really, really helpful. And Grant Woods, for years, as many, I, I can't even remember how many years, he's the former, a formal, former Arizona Attorney General, and was it for a very long time, from 91 to 99. And then afterwards was just a public person. And he wrote the last word of Arizona Attorney Magazine every month. And it was just a little article, and I have one that I had saved. Um, And one day I'll pull it out and kind of go through that one because I just enjoyed it so much. And he died unexpectedly on October 23rd. And so they republished, the Arizona Attorney Magazine republished one of his columns from 2010, and it was called That Phone Call. And it was a story he told about his wife went out for a run as they were headed to a Cardinals Packers playoff game. And she was out running and he gets a phone call and that says his wife was hit by a car when she was out jogging. And like, thankfully, she was fine. You know, she was very bruised up and it wasn't great. But one of those things where it could have been a million times worse. And, you know, there's just those things in life where you get that call or that thing happens where it's all life-changing. And I love horror movies. And people ask me, are you ever scared of the horror movies? And I, I never am because that's not real. The things I'm scared of is the stuff that really can happen. So to get past that fear, for me, I really, really need to make sure that I am enjoying my family, my friends, doing things like movie nights, getting together for someone for lunch for Christmas, with getting together with my staff when I'm so stinking busy, I can't take it. I don't want my life to be that I answered thousands and thousands and thousands of emails, which I have done and which I will continue to do. But I don't want that to be my life. I don't want my life to be Here's your calendar that goes from morning to night where I never had a chance to exercise or watch a movie with my husband. And I'll tell you this and something I really need to work on. Lately, I feel like my husband and I have been like two ships in the night. Like he's been very busy. He's always really busy with stuff around the house. He also is very into disc golfing. So he's making sure he's getting his exercise. He looks great right now. He always looks great, but like he's lost a ton of weight just by doing disc golf. And um, during the disc golf, he has like this push-up routine, and he just looks really great. And he's really happy because he's getting out there and exercising. And trying to like just have time where we're together is really hard. It was a big reason why I wanted to take the few days in New Orleans. It gives us three hours each way on a plane where... We can't get any phone calls or no, and no one can burst into our room with something that they need or we're not holding a baby or anything like that. All stuff that we love, by the way, but just sometimes you need just like a 
bit of a break. So make sure you take that time. You know, we, I know it is a cliche, but they always say that someone on their deathbed does not say, I wish I would have worked more. They wish they, they wish they would have taken more walks, seen more sunsets, spent more time with their family. So please make sure you do that during your holiday season. Let me take a look at my list, see if I have anything else to talk about. I do have just a quick, quick story um, about an upcoming trip to Disney I'm taking and kind of a funny story, a little, a little bit of a Disney tip too. So Right now in Disney, you need to make a reservation for the days that you're going to be there. So what I've done is, number one, I booked a hotel. And I booked a hotel that has this fun suite. It is uh, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, a kitchen. It's like a small apartment, but it's a hotel at the residence in. And so my whole family is going to stay in that. My husband's tapping out from this trip. Like It's just too much to be in Disneyland with the babies and it's it's not really his thing like I I really love that stuff not really his thing so he's gonna stay home and I'm going with my daughters and my son-in-law and my grandsons so I made the reservation at the hotel then I booked the tickets Disney online and that gives you your reservation as well it sort of was a one-stop shop I think that if you buy them, like say at the grocery store, you have to make sure that you make the reservation. But because I bought them from Disney, the actual reservation part was sort of built into it. So we're going to go on a Saturday. And then the other thing I did was, and, and download the Disney app if you're, if you're doing anything in Disney. The other thing I did is make reservations at restaurants that could possibly be hard to get in while we're there. So we're flying in on a Saturday, nice, easy afternoon flight, going to dinner at Goofy's Kitchen at the Disneyland Hotel, then uh, relaxing at the hotel for the night, and then spending the whole of Sunday in Disneyland, like morning to night. Morning, my youngest daughter and I have said we want to spend every moment in Disney. I think my daughters with the babies probably will tap out and go back to the hotel, you know, get the kids in bed, but we're going to try to stay the whole time. So I also made a reservation at the new Star Wars Cantina restaurant. And then on Monday, we're going to California Adventure and I made a restaurant at the I don't even know the name of it, but it's kind of like an Italian wine restaurant. Initially, I don't know if a lot of people remember this, but initially California Adventure really wasn't like Pixar or Disney themed. It was more like this is experiencing the whole of California within this park. So everything was like California rides and California named and it had like a pier like you were in San Francisco. They they had, you know, the rapid like the whitewater rapid ride and they still have all that but now layered on top of it is a bunch of Disney stuff they used to have one of the original things that was Disney themed was they had a Bugs Land which was like the Bugs Life movie they tore that out I'm so bummed like we loved it so much and when they shut it down we were told that we we asked somebody who worked there, they said only about 5% of people who went to California Adventure actually went into Bugsland. They just didn't go. And it was so cute. Like, it's just so sad. And um, it had more shows and, you know, things like that. It had an Aladdin show for year, which, years, which I think they've turned into a Frozen show. And they had a Muppets Theater, which I loved. It was nobody went to it. <laughs> and it was like the Muppets Theater from the old 70s show, but they stopped doing that too. Um, eventually they put in like a Monster Sink ride. And then they had the Tower of Terror, which was a very, very old Disneyland movie, which they've changed into Guardians of the Galaxy. And then their boardwalk, which was supposed to be like a Santa Monica boardwalk, they changed to a Pixar, like Toy Story boardwalk. So it's all Toy Story themed. So all of it has over time become more disney 
where like they are actually using their products. They put a little mermaid ride in there, which is one of my favorites. But originally it was just very like California. Um, but I don't think it was as, as popular as it is now. And now they have, oh, one of the very awesome things that they put on in recently was Radiator Springs where cars is located, you know, the fake town of Radiator Springs. And that's a really, really cool land. And now they have the Adventure Avengers uh, campus, which is where Bugs Land used to be. So we're going to spend Monday there and then go back to the hotel and sleep and then fly home at a decent time on Tuesday. And that's the trip. So I made reservations online for these restaurants and they, the reservations open up 60 days in advance. I went on 60 days in advance because it was the weekend of Thanksgiving. So I was kind of thinking about this trip and went on and most of the reservations were gone. <laughs> and I did make a reservation at the Star Wars restaurant, which is brand new. And then this weekend, I got an email that said, your reservation was canceled. Sorry. Here's a $25 gift card. And then... I went back on just to see if I could get a reservation somewhere else. And I was able to make a reservation at the same restaurant, but five minutes later than my prior reservation was. So I don't know what that is. It's just the weirdest thing ever, but I made the reservation and got $25. I have two quick reviews for you. If you are not into spoilers, stop the podcast now. I don't want to give away anything on these, but I do want to talk about both of the things that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the new Spider-Man movie, and I'm going to talk about the sequel TV show to Sex and the City called And Just Like That. Let me talk about And Just Like That first. So first of all, I think they were smart to change it from Sex and the City because Sex and the City was very specific. It was about women in their 30s, very much into dating, trying to find love, it, kind of raunchy comedy. So for some of it doesn't age very well when you go back and watch it, but it still is one of my favorite TV shows and something that I put on kind of like comfort food. Up there with Breaking Bad and The Sopranos to me, you know, something, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, just something that I can watch over and over again. So, um, they're doing, I think it's eight episodes and, I, and the third one was just released and again, if you are planning on watching this, you don't want any spoilers, turn this off. The first episode, um, so Samantha's not back. Kim Cattrall didn't come back. They explain basically why Samantha is not there. And in the show, it's like they had a falling out and Samantha moved to London and she's gone and they don't talk anymore. And they figured that the four of them would just be friends forever. And it's weird that she's not there. So they handle it, I think, pretty tastefully. And I think also with giving a... Because I think Kim Cattrall was just over it. Like she doesn't want anything to do with it. And I don't think she particularly ended up being super friendly with her co-stars. So they sort of, I feel like, mix that kind of into it too. Like, Samantha was done. She just never talked to us again. The end. So um, Carrie's married to Mr. Big, played by Chris Noth. And the Charlotte is still married to Harry. And Miranda is married to Steve. Uh, the children that Charlotte and Miranda had are teenagers and they're sort of awkwardly putting in current type things like Carrie's a guest or Carrie is a co-host on a podcast and it they're like awkwardly doing social media I it almost feels like a little like cut and paste to me uh, but I do, I really enjoy these characters and I enjoy these actors and they're bringing back a lot of the characters that even may have had like teeny tiny parts um, are coming in for these, for this little, little bit of the show. If you haven't heard this again, shut it off if you're planning to watch this. 
What happens in the very first episode? Mr. Big is killed off. He has a heart attack after riding his Peloton. So that's like another thing too. Like he's riding a Peloton. That's very now, you know. And um, he dies and now carries a widow. So not necessarily a laugh fest at all. There's some attempts at levity in the show. It doesn't crack me up like it used to. Some The character of Samantha to me is sorely missed. She was never a character that I, like, real, like, I always liked Carrie, like, a ton. Um, but I'm rewatching Sex in the City and realizing that Samantha is, like, so much of the humor, but she also had a bunch of heart, too. And Kim Cattrall just did it really well, where she could go from being, like, very slapstick and ridiculous to just being such a loving, caring friend, or if she had a boyfriend, you know, a girlfriend to that boyfriend. Um, she, it was like she was someone who really wanted love, but really couldn't say that she really wanted love. So I do miss her quite a bit. So I'm not sure what I think. I've watched the three episodes. There's nothing that's going to stop me from watching the show. I'm a little bit annoyed by Miranda's character. They have her, I think they have her have a secret drinking problem, which feels shoehorned in. She's also quit her job as a lawyer and is going back to school for to study human rights, which I think um, Cynthia Nixon, like she's been in politics or run for office. So I think that's a focus for her. But she's all awkward in the class, you know, where she's trying to get people's pronouns right and things like that. But she's just like, uh, just, they just have her being super awkward. And so it's just not that funny. Um, so I don't know what kind of review this is. You know, if you are a diehard Sex and the City fan, I think you have to watch this because you want to see what's happened to these characters. Why they killed off Mr. Big, I'm not totally sure surprisingly afterwards I just saw something um it was in people magazine I haven't seen anything since which said that two women accused Chris Noth of sexual assault from cases from years ago so I don't know if they had a a whisper of that and so they just wanted him gone I don't know it came out like right after they killed off the character. Like right when the character was killed off, there was such outrage. And then this story came out. So I don't know what to say about that. All right. So last night I saw the movie Spider-Man No Way Home. Go out and see this movie immediately. So good. Oh my gosh. So good. So many surprises. A bit of a, some of the surprises is kind of ruined by, um, information that had been been spread prior but I was really avoiding any spoilers like the plague I had watched the trailer about a month ago and saw all I wanted to see in the trailer they were showing you characters from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies and the same actors too the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies so after that, people started saying, well, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield must be in this movie. I'm not going to comment on that. But watch this movie. It's full of surprises. Tom Holland is such a great Spider-Man. Zendaya as MJ is so good, so much fun. She's perfect in that role. Doctor Strange shows up in this movie, which is... Um, a great addition and it's it clearly is leading to the next Doctor Strange that's coming out and in fact I don't even I don't think this is a spoiler at all but so Marvel always has two end of um end of credit scenes the first end of credit scene was actually kind of a big surprise um which may be something that's happening in a subsequent Spider-Man movie and then the next movie after that 
or the next end of scene credits was basically just a, I wouldn't even call it an end of scene credits. It was basically a preview to the new Doctor Strange movie. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised that if that is the content of the Doctor Strange movie with like a bit of a surprise what's going to happen in that movie. With um, movies doing a lot about multiverses, now you're getting a lot of stuff happening. I'm, I'm kind of torn on that issue because it's kind of like, all right, here's a character that I know, and now he's in this movie. It, does that make it special? I don't know, but I'm all caught into it. I Maybe I'm not that smart. Maybe it is really good <laughs> um, that they're kind of rehashing this other stuff. I, maybe it just depends on how it's done. And it's done great in this movie. Like you're going to be so excited to see these villains from the prior movies. Jamie Foxx is back as the uh, electric guy from the Andrew Garfield movies. And he is the majority, I would say the majority of the jokes. Like he is spot on like with his jokes, tons of jokes in this movie ends on a little bit of a bummer. Um, like some some sadness. And also like scratching your head with like how this is going to work in the future. But Marvel loves to do that to you, such as um, the Endgame movie, you know, as uh, Avengers Infinity War. Like it killed off half of the people in the movie um, and then brought them back in Endgame. So I highly recommend this movie. I understood that it was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's very good. It was a crowd pleaser for the group that I was in. Everyone was very excited. Everyone was talking about it. And it is going to be the the movie of the Christmas season for sure. I am betting. All right. I'm going to sign off now. I am headed out to see Santa Claus and take my grandsons to a dinosaur activity and also see Santa at the mall and maybe try to do some shopping. I don't know how the mall will be the Sunday before Christmas, but we're giving it a shot. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful holiday season. I will be back in two weeks with a new podcast. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, Patreon, and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. I'm on Facebook under my name, and my law office has its own Facebook page too. And my website for my law office is brummerlaw.com. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you soon.